welcome to the second episode of What's Your Damage Duffy? Um, I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're um, fine and healthy and all that. And today we're talking about slasher movies to watch in summer. You know, since it's summer and we have about a month left until summer is over. It was a pretty fast summer, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I did, like, a ton of shit, but then at the same time, it feels like, like, the school finished, like, just yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Um, so mostly people are on vacation on, like, July and June, maybe, like, the end of June, and August is more of a you know, chilling kind of month, in my opinion, because, like, if you have a summer house, you're going back by the middle of August, so that, you know, you can get your school supplies, your books, you know, you you fix your sleep schedule, I don't know how old you are, but I'm almost 16, and my parents still make me, um, you know, they, like, train me, quote-unquote, Um, to fix my sleep schedule it's like you know the last week before school starts they're like okay we're gonna start going to bed at 11 and we're gonna try to wake up early so that you don't mess it up on the first day of school I don't know if they do that to like if, if your parents do that too but um mine do And yeah, it's always a good time. But what I'm trying to say is that since for the, you know, last half of this month, we're usually at home, I thought, you know, people watch movies and shows and I really love slasher movies. They're my favorite type of horror movies. Um... So I thought, why not give some suggestions? I'm gonna give four movies you can watch, and I hope you'll like them. Um, but also, I have some people that I want to thank to. You know, since I posted the first episode, people who gave me some nice feedback, who have been really nice and supportive. Um, So we have Ipek, we have Helen, we have Ezgi, we have Selin, we have Nehir, we have Melissa, and we have Elif. Um, thank you guys so much for the support, um, you know, and the feedback. It really means a lot. I thought five people would be listening to this, but apparently it's more than that. And apparently people like listening to me. And it's really good to know. And my voice is one of my biggest insecurities. I think I can safely say and hearing from you guys like oh I love doing this when I'm listening and and listening to your podcast or um like please I can you know listen to you talk all day your voice is so soothing especially Nehir dude you made me feel so good about my voice like it it means so much because I'm so self-conscious about my voice you you guys have no idea Um, so it really means a lot. Um, with Ipek, um, which is my dear sister, she still hasn't said anything good, technically. 
she just like I I posted it on my story I was like guys click the link on my bio and she just reacted holy shit and then that was it so Ipek please let me know what you think of this um, when you get the chance to listen to it I feel like you still haven't listened to the first episode and you're my fucking sister so maybe it's time for you to be a little supportive okay <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding love you Peg and um, okay let's just start really exciting so um, our first movie is I know what you did last summer look me in the eye my lover <laughs> I'm sorry guys, I had a Shawn Mendes phase and if you know that song, I'm sorry for you and myself. Okay, I know what you did last summer, 1997, um, 5.7 stars on IMDb. I gave it a (laughs) 4, so you might be like, oh my god, I thought these were like suggestions, so are you giving us a bad movie? It's just... It was a fun slasher movie. Like if I had a slumber party type of thing with my friends in summer, I would totally watch this with them. Cause like it doesn't really require your full attention. Like you're not really, if if you're looking at your phone during the movie, you'll still get what's going on, you know. And I I I love it when that happens. Cause sometimes you do need that type of movies, and this is that type of movie, and. So, I thought the characters were were a little weak. Like, they're, they were kind of inconsistent. I felt like they just, like, the way they think and, like, the way they, like, reacted or, like, acted um, just fully depended on the plot. And at some points, it didn't make sense. Like, you know, let's say there's one girl and like she does one thing and then you're like oh so she's that type of person and then later on she does something else and then you're like oh but she's not the type of person to do that and you feel like she just does that for the sake of the plot if you know what I mean um also the dialogue was really weak too like it was it was really really weak like it was as if they just added conversations just to have conversations in the movie it was really it felt a little stupid time to time but i like the vibes i like 90s movies i like 90s horror movies um scream also one of my comfort horror movies um is also great but that's like i would watch that movie in like september which i'll also make that an episode too um, I have a, I have an idea, wait, let me, let me tell you, I came up with the full name of the podcast, actually, um, where is it, it was something like movies, oh, oh, I think it was like slasher movies to watch once you're done with your weekend homework, or something like that, some movies really have like fall vibes and like school time vibes and I want to make an episode on that too obviously there's going to be a separate episode on Halloween and my Halloween favorites but um that's another thing so I know what you did last summer classic slasher movie um 
I enjoyed it. Like it was, it was all right. I gave it a four, but that doesn't mean that it was bad necessarily. Because you know, most of the time, a good movie, or like let's say an average movie, gets five, six stars max on IMDb if it's a horror movie. Not like an actual movie, but horror movies really like this movie got five point seven, and I don't see that as bad. So like me giving it a four shouldn't really make you not want to watch it, if you know what I mean. That's how it is with horror movies. With all these movies, you'll see that none of them got anything more than seven. But that doesn't really mean that、um, they're bad.、Um, so yeah, I know what you did last summer, obviously. Based on a story during summer, I am so bad at explaining movies. Let me just read the synopsis. Four young friends, bound by a tragic accident, are reunited when they find themselves being stalked by a hook-wielding maniac in their small seaside town. You know, it's just very summery, and it was nice to watch too.、Um, Also, I want to comment on why slasher movies are my favorites because they just give me so much comfort. I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but slasher movies really just make me feel safe,、um, especially old ones. We we will talk about them more because like the, this next one, for example, is an old one. It's an '80s one. And very specifically, eighty slasher movies give me so much comfort. It's just the way I don't know. I I love slasher movies. I love a maniac just wandering around and like randomly killing people. I fucking hate psychological horror because like that's the genre that actually is scary. You know, that's like. That's like legit horror. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not even legit. Like I don't even like psychological horror. It's just very disturbing most of the time, and it's like you get this weird pressure on your chest while watching it. But with slasher, it's just you you have your little cute jump scares. Not cute. Like obviously you get scared while watching slasher movies too. But I love that adrenaline. With psychological horror, it's not even adrenaline. You know what I'm saying? It's just this unsettling feeling, and I don't really like that. So,、um, a psychological horror movie would never ever be my comfort movie, but a slasher movie would. Like Scream, I watched that. Like I literally watched that when I feel bad. Like all all four movies. I think the fifth one is coming out like this year and. Dylan Minnette is in it, which really makes me excited. Was she in it though? Was he in it though? <laughs>、um, I think Jenna Ortega is in it too. I might be completely making this up. I I might be,、um, but hopefully they both are in the fifth movie of Scream.、Um, although the original director died,、um, I hope they can make it work. Okay, never mind. We're really getting off topic here. It's still horror though. So,、um, the second movie is The Burning, nineteen eighty one. Yes, it's 
apparently it was banned in some countries at some point because it was too gory i i um i love that too it was very there was lots of blood um it got a 6.4 on imdb i gave it a 7 and the synopsis is a former summer camp caretaker horribly burned from a prank gone wrong lurks around an upstate New York summer camp, bent on killing the teenagers responsible for his disfigurement. Yeah, right? I know, right? Like, it sounds good. And, like, I have this thing with summer camp, um, you know, concentrated on summer camp um, things, like when there's a maniac in summer camps. I love those types of slasher movies. So, like, I love slasher movies, but when they were made in the 80s plus um are set in a summer camp that's like that's just perfection for me um i my whole thing with like this um you know summer camp thing is also because i just really want to do that at some point i think i like re i did some research once and I found these summer camps in Maine and shit. And it was really interesting. It was kind of um, expensive. I mean, not that much, but a little, obviously. And it's just my parents, it has to be, you know, more of an academic thing. If I'm doing a summer program, like... I did a virtual summer program this summer on journalism. And then um, summer of 2018, I went to D.C. And for like a month, I was doing a summer school. And it was like for the first half of the day, you were practicing English, basically. Because at that time, I wasn't in an international school. And I was at a Turkish school. And they taught us English as a second language so it was a really nice practice and then for the last half of the day we used to just visit museums or botanic gardens and all that shit we were just exploring the city and it was really fun but I've always wanted to do that type of summer camp like in the middle of nowhere um you know just just how it is in these movies these slasher movies without the slasher part if you know what I mean like where I can where I have to take my clothes and take a shower um outside or like where I have to share a room with like eight other girls or where I have to do like some actual physical work you know like how to build a tent or you know sitting around the bonfire or I don't know, all that shit they make you do in a summer camp. I always wanted to experience that. I still do. I hope I get the chance. Although, I think I won't be doing that in the next two years. Like, I won't be able to. And then, once I'm done, and once I go to college, I feel like I'll be too old to do that. Because, you know, it's usually 13, 14-year-olds are doing those summer camps but maybe there is something for a little older people and maybe after I graduate the summer 
uh, of my senior year, I can actually do that. If I do end up in the US for college, it's actually pretty doable. I'll think about this, guys. Because <laughs> I really want to do a whole summer camp thing. Like, um, and I want to get involved in nature and shit. And it's, it's so weird because I hate insects. But like, I so want to do it. It's, it's, it's honestly, I blame this on American movies because, dude, Americans are so good at selling stuff. Like, it's, it's summer, this whole summer camp culture is such a low or middle class thing to do. But for people out of the US, you feel like you want to do it because that would make you feel like you're in a movie. And you have to be wealthy in order to do it if you're not American. I don't know, man. Honestly, capitalism works so good. Like, I fucking wish it didn't. I fucking hate capitalism. But sometimes, especially with this whole Hollywood thing and with all the American movies, they make you want to do so much shit that you'll never be able to do. Or like, shit that is so normal as shit that is considered to be a poor people thing in the US itself. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But I still really want to have a camp experience. Um, you know, excluding all the capitalism part, hopefully. <laughs> I watched this yesterday, actually, and it was really fun. Like, it, it felt good to watch it. I liked the plot, too. Like, it was pretty good. I like the actors, too. Um... As I said, I have a thing with summer camps and the next two movies are also set in summer camps. Um, this is a little old. I don't know if you like watching old movies, but personally, they're my favorite, especially the 80s ones. Not just horror, but like just 80s teen movies as well. Like The Breakfast Club is one of my favorite movies ever. Heather's as well. And... I don't know, with horror, it's like the way they make the blood, the way, the way they make um, the whole thing go like slow motion when someone's getting like stabbed or like how we see the killing scenes um, from the point of view like of the killer and like there is this 80s music, 80s horror music like when the killer appears so like we know when he's coming. That's just, that just feels very familiar to me at this point. And I, I love it. I, I, I love it. Also, like with, I really like new horror movies as well. Like when something new comes up, I usually just watch it. Not necessarily on Netflix because I think the original Netflix horror movies kind of suck. Although one of them on my list is a Netflix original. I think that's an exception though. Um, but I do really love, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, new horror movies as well. And I think it's really fun to see how far it has become, like the whole visual effects, the whole vibe, you know, even, even, even how people used to dress. And also with 80s horror movies, nudity is at its best, is the least I can say. It's like, 
a girl is taking a shower, you're so gonna see her boobs. Like, if it's an 80s movies, you will see her boobs. You will see her nipples. Which I really like. Like, yesterday, when I watched Burning, there was a part where I saw a little bit of Coochie, too. And honestly, I love that in 80s movies. Like, not because it's boobies and stuff, but it's the way how it feels very natural. I know the genre is horror, maybe a woman's body has nothing to do with it, but I really love how you see very different types of boobs and nipples. So you can see, like, there's no one specific type of body a woman should have. Or you see, or you see coochie hair, and you, and it's it's just so normalized in 80s movies. I don't know why we started like hiding women's bodies so often these days in movies, um, but I I love that in 80s movies as well. Um, as I said, I gave it a seven. You should totally watch it if you like summary horror movies and. I think all these movies on the list just should be watched over summer. You know, I, I can't imagine myself watching this these um on winter, honestly. I feel like it wouldn't it wouldn't give the same feeling, if you know what I mean. Um so the second no, the third movie is Friday the thirteenth. Yes, baby. Um 1980, one of the classics, as it should be, um, 6.4 on IMDb. I gave it a 9 <laughs> because I don't know. I just I I don't see why they would give it a 6.4. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like if it's if it's a horror movie, like the seven, the seven. Oh my god, the best it's gonna get is like a seven, and you get used to it. I personally gave this a 9 though. It's really good. It's one of the classics. Um, it's it's like it's what created the whole horror industry, I feel like. You know, Friday the 13th or um, Nightmare on Elm Street or um, Halloween the movie. These are such classics and like they deserve to be classics you know usually i'm like fuck classics you know fuck the classics because it's they're usually boring and shit especially in literature i usually find them boring like the books they give us at school but with movies especially horror movies i have such deep respect um for the classics because you really do see how big of a change they've made and how impactful they were um and you know when i was a kid i don't know why i'm speaking like i'm 40 sorry icy break so when i was a kid meaning when i was like seven eight nine i used to find old movies so lame like the way it was shot um i don't know just it felt like they were old movies and the child me didn't like that 
and you know my parents would always try to make me watch them you know some classics and I would always be like ew this is like old this is an old people movie you know um I was really disrespectful as a child but not really I think it's normal to like you know um the more new stuff especially when it comes to the movies and like you know the visual effects and stuff um have come such a long way that the difference is so big and as a child who has only watched the new stuff you know usually when you're a child you 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 watch the pixar stuff or disney stuff and they're just new they were made in the 2000s most of the time um or you watch animations if if it's old like if, if it's um peter pan and if it was made in the 1930s um even with in that case it's animation so you can't really tell anything bad necessarily or like anything missing but with actual movies you're like like the quality sucks this is so lame and then you just don't want to watch it as a child and then at some point if you can educate yourself like i did um you start having respect for old classics and you actually start enjoying them which honestly with me it's only for horror but still i think that counts and i think it started like i think i started really having an interest in um old movies when i was 14 i want to say it's i think nightmare on elm street really did help me with that cuz i watched that movie and i was like oh my god there's no way this was made in the 80s cuz like think about it at that you know at that time no one had ever done anything like that like the idea of nightmare on elm street like the plot and the characters and everything like it was it was just genius shit you know what i'm saying like cuz when you um have enough maturity to consider um how it was for the movie industry when it first came out um that's when you start having respect for them um like for example you might be like oh i watched nightmare on elm street and oh my god i've seen so many better movies um and you know with better visual effects and like more creative ideas um in horror genre but like if 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 that movie you're talking about was made in the 2000s nightmare on elm street is probably what made that movie happen so if you change your um you know way of thinking like that um you can you can you can see where i'm coming from which honestly most of my friends i think with most of my friends that is the case like i'm pretty sure you know exactly what i'm talking about but if you don't i say you should definitely give old movies old horror movies especially a chance um and friday the 13th is one of the classics i actually watched the 2000 2009 version first like a couple years ago 
Um, and I really like that too. But uh, before I made this podcast, I m- wanted to make sure that I watched the original version too. And I think there's a sequel to this, which I'm also planning to make an episode on, like about sequels, why they mostly turn out shitty and stuff, or sequels that I actually liked. But I, I haven't seen the sequel to Friday the 13th yet, but we'll see, we'll see. But, you know, for the first movie, it was great. The idea that it's it's just what started it all, you know? Like, the burning is very similar to Friday the 13th. I mean, not really. They're just like, you, you don't, like, want to stop watching the burning just because you've seen Friday the 13th. Like, you don't... It doesn't give you that feeling, but they are similar. And, like, you can see that Friday the 13th was an impact for that movie. If it helps, I'm going to read the synopsis. A group of camp counselors are stalked and murdered by an unknown assailant while trying to reopen a summer camp, which was the site of a child's drowning and a grisly double murder years before. It has a plot, you know? It's, it's one of the few slasher movies where you can actually feel bad for the killer and you are like, oh, fuck, I didn't want to you know, um, sympathize with him. But then you find yourself doing that and then you're like, damn, this is a good one. This is a good movie. Um, You can watch the 2009 version too. I I like that one as well. Although I think I like this one a little more, but I'm biased. As I said, I have a special thing for the, you know, old movies and, you know, it's just the whole aesthetic for me and but you know quality wise you can watch the 2009 um version too definitely and the one with the highest rating and the last movie i'm gonna be talking about today is fear street part two 1978 (laughs) um this one was really good. Um, I watched this one a couple of weeks ago. It got a 6.8. I gave it a 10. Um, because it really takes you back to the ni- 80s. Sorry, I was going to say 90s. The first part of Fear Street was also really good. I think you should definitely give it a try. I'm not sure if you can watch it like... If you can watch part 2 before watching part 1. I feel like if... I feel like, yeah, I feel like you can watch it. You can just make the main characters in part one side characters in your mind um, while watching part two, since they do appear in part two. And then you can just watch the story of that later on. I mean, chronologically, you should be watching part two before part one. But that's not how these movies came out. They just came out, by the way. It's 2021 um, made, obviously. And they it's been... I think it was like the beginning of July when they came out. The, the last one, the 1668 one, came out like a week ago or something, which I haven't watched. And I'm not planning on watching that because 
I hate the horror movies that are set on medieval times, if that's how you say it. The way they dress, the way they talk, like, oh my god. An hour and a half <laughs> of that shit, like, it makes me want to kill myself. I don't even follow the plot. You know, all that, like, witch shit and... I don't know, it's just so, ugh. It's like you want to fucking throw up while watching those, you know? It's it, it's definitely the way they dress too. I know I just said that, but like it's, it's so boring. Everything is white or beige or I don't fucking know. And they don't even have TV or good music. They have nothing. And they're just like burning shit just because they think the devil I don't fucking know like I don't know the devil did something and then you just like the entire movie is just like the characters reading shit from bible trying to like um perform an exorcism and then it's just it's just very boring to me I personally hate it when they're set on medieval times they're just never good and I can never um follow the plot either because I don't want to I just start um, going on Instagram or something when I'm watching those movies which I don't watch anymore it's just like if I'm watching with my friends the last time I watched that type of shit was with Ezgi and Selin on June and like Ezgi fell asleep and I started going on my phone that's how it ended that's how boring they are and lame they are um, but Fear Street Part 2 which is set in 1978, was so, so, so good. I loved it so much because it, it was like, it's set in the 80s, but then the movie's made in 2021, so the quality is great too, but then it also gives you the 80s feelings, you know? That's why I really like it because if you have never given old movies a chance, I think this can totally be your starting point. You can totally start the your entire 80s aesthetic and journey with this. And it's a great start. It honestly has everything you need um, in a slasher movie. It is it really resembles like lots of other classics like Friday the 13th as well. The synopsis is similar as well. Right? Let me read it real quick. Shady Side, 1978. School is out for summer and the activities at Camp Nightwing are about to begin. But when another Shady Sider is possessed with the urge to kill, the fun in the sun becomes a gruesome fight for survival. It was really good. I loved the soundtrack. I loved the soundtrack for um, part one as well, but especially this since i really really love 60s 70s 80s when it comes to music um it was amazing i fucking loved the soundtrack i loved cherry bomb the song i loved um fall in love with someone you shouldn't fall in love it has a very long name but it's by what was the group's name wait for fall in love with someone you're falling in love with 
Okay, it's from, um, it's by Buscox. <laughs> nice name. It's a really good song. I loved it. I loved um, the scene um, in the movie um, in which the song was playing as well. I loved the main girl. I loved the love interest. I loved their story. It was really cute. Um, it ended horribly, but that's what you get when you're watching a horror movie, obviously. Um, it, it, it really did have everything I needed in a slasher movie. And honestly, it had been a while since I watched um, horror movies. And that's what made me... Um, you know, start again, you know, not part two, but part one, obviously, since it came out first, but this whole series just really helped me with going back to watching horror movies, it's like I found myself again, I mean, it wasn't really my fault, it wasn't actually, it was a choice, it was because of my anxiety, when I watch horror movies, I feel like I get more paranoid even more paranoid than I am and it doesn't really help with you know how you feel or it doesn't really help you with your happiness happiness <laughs> why do I I sound so weird sometimes but don't judge me because English is not my first language okay whatever but then I so love them like the the thrill I feel in my blood and like how scared I get just gives me so much serotonin in the long run, you know? But I don't know, I don't know. I feel like I'm back for a while and then maybe I'll give it a break at some point again. It's not like I'll be able to watch tons of movies when school starts. Um, so I'm just trying to like watch something new every day. Also for the podcast, you know, I need to watch some movies. As I said, for this episode, for example, I had to watch, I know what you did last summer, I had to watch Friday the 13th, I had to watch The Burning, because, you know, I read the synopsis, and I was like, oh my god, if I'm going to be doing an episode on, you know, slasher movies with summery vibes, I should definitely watch these. With I know what you did last summer, honestly, I did start watching that, it was like early May, I think, and then I just couldn't finish it for some reason. No, it's it's actually, I do remember, I spilled tea all over me. It was like in my underwear. It was that bad. And I, and then by the time I was done with, you know, cleaning up, I was like, oh, fuck this shit. I'm going to bed. I'm not finishing this movie. Um, and then I um, rewatched it and finished it this time. A couple days ago so yeah um i hope you liked my suggestions and i hope they actually help you with your um horror movies <laughs> journey um if i can make even one person start watching horror movies or slasher movies or old movies that would make me really happy and you know, except for I Know What You Did Last Summer. I loved the rest three movies. I liked I Know What You Did Last Summer too. As I said, it's a pretty watchable movie. It's not great, but if you're gonna watch it, if you wanna watch a nice little 
slasher movie. It's one of the best you can watch um, in summer. So yeah, um, take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for more. Love you. Bye.